Welcome to the engineer-ish, or as we like to say, engineer minus the ish. The most unique math problem we've been puzzled by, solved, and revisited throughout our journey as engineers. I'm Tori. And I'm Drew. Welcome, welcome, welcome. To the engineer-ish. Uh, minus the ish. Are we taking the ish out or are we putting the ish in? I'm gonna take it out. I'm putting it in. Uh, no. The engineer ish now in session. <laughs> oh, you waiting on me to get it popping this week? You waiting on me to get it going? What's <laughs> up, y'all? Let's get this thing going on this week. I was waiting on you. I was waiting on you to get it started. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna follow his lead this week. I'm just gonna uh, let know, him. I'm just like a little awkward silence. You know what I mean? I had to put put a little space, a little dramatic pause, as I like to say. Dramatic pauses are 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 good. You know how it happens in movies; it leaves suspense. So hopefully, yeah, everybody was yeah. waiting. Like, what's going on? Like, well, let's let's like, get this thing popping, man. Miss Miss Martin, how how are you doing? How you doing this week? Uh, I'm I'm actually I can say I'm being more productive this week. So Amen. have you have you ever heard of the Pomodoro technique? Ever heard of that? No, no, I do like pomegranate though. <laughs> Okay, that hasn't this. Okay, this has all, right, nothing, all right, all right, not in that direction. All right, let's keep us stay on task. Okay, but so the Pomodoro technique, I learned about it listening to the Friend Zone. Okay. So it's a it's a time management method, and it was uh, developed by Francesco Cirillo. Okay. So what it is, so there's a study that says if you work and you do something in certain intervals and take a break, uh-huh. then you're you're known to be more productive. So with this, um technique is you do 25 minutes on working uh-huh. no distractions and then you take a five minute break and okay. then obviously you know four or five of those are going to add up yeah, yeah yeah for sure instead of just taking big chunks of time so uh I've 25 been on five off five on 25 on five off yeah exactly okay. and then it's like i got these fancy little hourglasses that i ordered from amazon with these color the, these colorful look like the little uh yeah, the sand. Uh-huh. And so it's just like a visual indicator. That way I don't have to have my phone. So oh, okay. I see you. Organization you with sand. See, I, the Egyptians must have had something right. I mean, they they was they was doing things in the right direction. Maybe they knew more than, than we actually know today. I figured if I can't go to the beach, might as well have a sand in the hourglass and be productive. So mm, I brought sand to the beach because my beach is beach better. Is better, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Hope okay. I was listening to I was listening to him today actually. So tell me, Drewski, you always got a song for us. Yeah. How's your week been? How you? My been? week has been, been been really good, man. You know, it's I don't, it's one of those things like. You know how you just life, you just have ups and downs, you know what I mean? And I feel like for a couple of days, I kind of got out of sync a little bit, um, mm-hmm. but really just kind of getting like what I feel like what I had to do is get back to the basics. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I had stopped doing some of the like my morning routine had kind of broken down a little bit. Yeah. Um, my meditation, I wasn't getting my meditation time in, you know, I kept standing myself up. Dang, so I felt like I had to get back to the up. basics or whatever and and get back to, you know, taking care of myself the way I'm supposed to. Um, and that really helped to get my day like back organized. And I feel like I'm back, back on the right foot. You know what I mean? We hitting this thing running. <laughs> I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're back, um, on the right foot because I can't have, I can't, can't be having you like, you know, 
fail on me. I'm worried about you. I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? That's what I said. I got to come back, make sure I come back strong. I can't miss a step with Miss Martin. I know she's going to come through every time. Power packed. And our mental health is important. Our meditation, the workouts and stuff, we definitely need uh, those type of things to like reset and keep yeah. ourselves going for sure. Yeah, you right. You you know it. You know it, man. For let's sure. let's hit let's let's not get too off too off track before we get too far in the episode. Let's talk about a little episode recap, man. What what we what we touch on last week? Oh, let's see. Last week, it's easy to remember because we had our very first guest, Eduardo, aka the yeah. engineering memes guy. California love. <laughs> yeah, he was out here, man, doing his thing. The engineer memes got it popping for us for a little bit. Talked a little versatility, right? Yeah, versatility. Um, and he has some good. Um, he has some. He has, he has some really good inspiration. I like how he said, like you know, he told everyone. Just be open to taking on new opportunities, learn yeah. new things, especially while in college. Because that's honestly when you have more time than you'll have, even though that sounds crazy to say you have more time in college. Yeah. But once right. you get into the real world, like real priorities start to hit. So <laughs> like bigger priorities outside of college, yeah. focusing on just, you know, schoolwork. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's, def- it's definitely coming. I know one thing that he said that I really liked um as he was talking about like when you're when you're out there and going for it you know there are going to people there are going to be people that that are going to help you right there are people out there that are going to help you achieve those things you just have to be doing the work and you'll you'll find them yeah they'll help you along the way yeah that's sometimes people meet lifelong um business partners colleagues that they end up you know I mean, I think it's important, too, not to burn any bridges, like if you can, because you just never know who's going to need to help you on your way up or vice versa. So you got to. Yeah, I like that. I'm all, you know, I love networking. I'm all about it. I love it. (laughs) All about networking. We're all about networking. Yeah. Um, So hopefully I'm hoping the listeners definitely got to go to the engineering memes page. If you if you don't already follow him, because I mean, yeah, it's, it's some funny stuff like engineers. We. We got a lot of uh, funny stuff going on, so um, I just I think love he had one about about the top ten reasons the data engineer. I can't remember. I can't remember all the top ten <laughs> reasons, but it definitely resonated with me. I was like, "Oh, this is this guy's a genius." I think it's, I think he's a genius. I didn't I didn't see that one, but I have to go back and look at it. That's funny. Um, yeah. So thank you um, again to Eduardo, aka shout out Eduardo, my man. We coming out to Cali we'll- to see you, man. Hopefully we'll be able to uh, yeah go to the West Coast very soon because this yeah. weather is still a little bit of suspect, a little bit suspect, even though it is getting warmer. But, you know, all the rain is still out there, man. It is. Yeah. So um, closing out the episode recap, I think we did that justice. A um, little bit of topic. You ready to to go into topic time? Find out what um, we're talking about. Yeah, today? let's 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 get underneath some topics. This evening, let's do it. This evening, <laughs> this morning, I don't know what time it is where you at, but right now it's dark outside. So I'm saying evening. <laughs> That's fine. It could be, you know, we have listeners in different countries, so it's whatever you want it to be, guys. Oh yeah, it's including your world. you, Drew. We just living in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Eduardo kind of like a a lot of what he talked about made me think a little bit about college. Yeah. Like not only, you know, experiences in college, but that very first job yeah. um, outside of college. 
So what I want to pose to the listeners and you, Drew, talk mm-hmm. to me a little bit. Um, so I want to talk perception versus reality. So when we, okay. when we graduate, like when we graduate from college, we may have this idea of what our first job is going to be like. Yeah. And maybe it was exactly the way we pictured it. Yeah. Or maybe it wasn't. So I just want to I want to talk a little bit about, um, you know, just us looking back to see if our perception measured up to reality. So tell yeah. tell us, tell tell the listeners about a little bit about your first job experience, because I don't even know this about Drew. So I'm going to be. Yeah. Too. So so we so I've talked about this a, a little bit um, before, like even while I, while I was in college, while I was finishing up, um, I was already working. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, okay. And so like I, you know, I've, I started working pretty, you know, pretty young, 16, 15, 16 years old. Um, so I'd already knew like what it was like to be in the workforce. You know, I mean, that that part at least wasn't wasn't necessarily new to me. Um, but the, I'm the, probably the first lesson that, that I learned coming out of college, like and starting my career is nobody's going to pay you what you want to get paid, like what you're expecting to get paid get out of here. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not going to yeah. happen. If, and if you're point. very conservative about what you think you, you know, you should be paid, then, then maybe, you know, you'll get that. But <laughs> I will say that nobody coming out of college is getting paid what they probably deserve to, to be paid. Um, yeah, I agree. In, in, in my opinion. You know For the most part. Yeah. You know, um, so I think that that was, that was the first thing that I learned was that, wow, like these people really aren't going to, you know, they really aren't just going to pay me just because I graduated now. Like, okay, all right, I got it. Right. Yeah. They um, don't care about your student loans. They say yeah, it. no, they, they cared nothing about my, <laughs> about my student loans. Um, so that was, that was the first thing. The second thing um, that I learned is that just because you get out of college doesn't mean you're done with learning. Like, I would oh, think yeah. that was the, the second thing it was immediately like when I got on the job, like I realized there was new things that I needed to be learning in order to be effective, like here. Not that the stuff that I learned in college isn't useful, but specifically to the job that I was doing in in the software, you know, engineering world. Um, a lot of the stuff that I learned in school wasn't necessarily what I needed to be effective, like at my job. So there was a lot of training and yeah. You know, kind of trial by fire type of uh, type of learning environment. You know, when I first got on the job, was it a um, smaller company? Yeah, smaller, smaller company, smaller company. Okay. Um. So that wasn't that wasn't necessarily a bad thing. I didn't, you know, I didn't have a problem with that. It was just kind of a, it wasn't what I was expecting. You know, type of type of deal. Now, um, how did how did you get into that first role? So Your first the, career the, role. So the career, yeah, so the career role actually came through a recruiter. Um, there was, so there was a, a recruiter, uh, that happened to, I think somebody in his family, um, um, like was close with the, this company or whatever that he had, uh, he had connections with. Um, and so when I, when he reached out to me and I think he had sent me an email, um, and I can't remember if he helped some, one of my friends, or somebody ended up rec- recommending him to me or whatever. He ended up sending me an email or I ended up reaching out one or the other. I don't remember now. Okay. Um, but we ended up connecting. Um, and uh, I think this was, this may have been like the second or third job offer that he, that he brought to me. Um, and because I was ready to leave the place where I was currently at, I was like, I mean, if they pay him more than when I'm getting paid another place, <laughs> I'm out, you know? <laughs> so I wasn't, I didn't take a whole lot of convincing, you know, at that time. 
Um, but yeah, the recruiter helped me, you know, helped me get on and get connected with the connected with the, with the job, went in and did my interviews and stuff. And, you know, luckily things went well and, and I was blessed and brought on to the team. Um, and it's, you know, it's been history ever since. Now, so was interviewing similar for your career, your first career job? Uh-huh. Did you feel like it was very similar to what you were doing before? Like, could you compare like, hey, these are pretty much the same, same feeling? Uh, not, not really. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I would say like the the interview process, um, which I hadn't, I didn't, I guess I didn't really know like what career interviews were going to be like, like when, like my high school, those, those jobs, like interview was more like, you know, are you a good person? Do you know how to do math? Okay. <laughs> you know, we'll hire you, you know, type of, it was that type of, person. it wasn't like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, do you steal? You know, stealing is wrong, right? Like they ask those kind of questions. If you see somebody taking money out of the register, what do you do? Like, dang, what job was it? What was that? A, like grocery store uh, in Florida? No, so I started, my first job was at, uh, so you know, Six Flags Whitewater in, in Marietta. Oh, okay. Um, so I worked at American Adventures, <laughs> the like kids park area. Um, I worked at a concession stand. That was my first job when I was 15 years old. <laughs> they didn't want you stealing them from the kids. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. They, that was frowned upon. That was definitely <laughs> frowned upon <laughs> at the establishment. Um, but yeah, so uh, um, that that was like, you know, kind of coming coming out of school, I think, you know, com- we're going back to the interview process. Um, it wasn't, it was definitely more technical than I was expecting, right? So they were asking mm-hmm. me questions like that had to do with technical things that that actually what I learned in school was of value. Like oh when wow when I, I came to hear to, that when I came okay. to that portion of it. Cause they were just asking like typical like electrical type of questions to see I guess how familiar I was. And it wasn't necessarily like a it wasn't necessarily like a uh you know right and wrong. It was more so in conversation, but had I not been familiar with the terms, like, I don't think I would have been able to participate in the conversation um, yeah. just because, go ahead. No, I was just going to say piggybacking, piggybacking off of your interview, um, us talking about interviews. Did your college ever have any, um, any courses or anything that prepared you to like be successful in the interviewing process, looking for jobs? Cause mine didn't. And I yeah, honestly, I, if mine did, I wasn't aware of them. Um, and, and also I'll say this because I was working while I was going through school. I did I wasn't just like on campus. You know what I mean? Like I went to campus right, okay. and went to class and then got out of class and like went to work. You know what I mean? So I wasn't like hanging around or whatever to figure out like, Oh, the campus is doing this to like help teach you how to, you know, do your resume or anything like I was oblivious to most of that stuff. Like I went to a campus yeah, to go to class okay. and that was that was pretty much it. Um, so I'm not really sure. I know we did have, you know, a, a um, like a department in, you know, towards the front of the school that used to help people with that kind of stuff. But I don't know exactly, you know, what they um, what they've done. So. Yeah, and I shouldn't say mine didn't. I don't want to get. I don't want any UD listeners to be listening. Like, hey, like what, Mindy? Because I mean, I did work for Career Services, but what I was really kind of asking you was there any course that prepared you? Because I really oh, think okay. there there should have been like a course, like a mandatory course. Like you know how we have senior design. Absolutely, that, yeah. that kind of helps you understand industry a little bit because you're working with. I mean, for me, I worked with a company, Hobart Corporation was the company that I worked with yeah, uh, for yeah. my senior design. So that gives you like a little taste of, you know, working with an actual company. Before right. You, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, we didn't, definitely didn't, didn't have any classes specifically like to help learn those those kinds of skills. That was kind of a, you know, now go out there and Sink or swim. good luck. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. So I think I would say I, I agree with you when it comes to the compensation. Cause mm-hmm. when I came out of college, I was I automatically, and I think a lot of people have this in their mind. They have an idea of what they want to make. Yeah. Did you look at the averages like of people with your degree? I feel like before I even graduated, like a year out, I was like, all right, let's see what the average salary is for this degree. Like I was checking that out. Yeah. Glassdoor, Glassdoor. I love Glassdoor for that because Glassdoor pretty much tells you, even as you're looking at a company, like what is the, like, I guess around the ballpark of what people are making in that position. So it gives you an idea, a little bit of leverage when you, um, when you get to the point, if they offer you the job, if you're going to like negotiate. Yeah. 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 So the money just, I can't even say, I feel like I was like low ball played, yeah. cheated <laughs> on. Like I feel pretty, feel pretty I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people feel that way. And I know like I had a good friend of mine that told that shared something with me, like, um, uh, that I think kind of helped me when it comes to, when it comes to like talking about money. Cause I don't, I don't know about you, but like, I was nervous to say like, I want more than that. Like when they, that, when they yeah. offered it, right. Especially it being your first job, you kind of just want to get the job, right? Yeah. You don't want that to be the thing where they're like, okay, no, we don't want you now. Just, yeah, you know? yeah. 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 And I don't, I don't, and I, I don't know, but from my own experience, I've never had anybody tell me that. Um, and I had a friend that I had, I had a friend that told me, she was like, if the number, if the number, like when it comes to money, if the number that you ask for, like, doesn't make you a little bit nervous, you're probably not asking for enough. And that like really kind of helped oh, me because wow. I was like, okay, like I, I should be a little uncomfortable, like when I when I asked for asked for this number, and and it made sense to me because like obviously like as a business owner, you want to pay people the least amounts to get the most work like exactly. out of them, right? Mm-hmm. And it, and and there's always some some leeway um, for some kind of negotiation, even if it's not necessarily in you know your salary, maybe it's in vacation days or, you know, certain benefits or, you know, things like that. Um, You know, it could be different kinds of flexibility, but you got to be willing to have those conversations and not just be like, all right, yeah, no, that's great. You know? Yeah. You can't just, you got to know what you really have to know. And this is something I learned. Like you have to be willing negotiating salary is a tough conversation. Yeah. What you really have to do, you really have to understand what you're worth. You have to do research, see like if you can, what other people are being paid because, one thing at my very first company, I found out. Uh-huh. So it was a, I worked for a consultant company. So with consultant companies, like, you know, right now I'm running a, a consultant business myself. What happens is the, like, if I hire a consultant to work under me, obviously uh-huh. I will pay them less than the contract. Obviously of I'm course. not going to give them all. And so with this company, it was like, man, they're just being greedy. Like they're, yeah. they're bringing, they're bringing in like, let's just say, 200,000, for example, for this contract. That's yep. what they got for the contract. Yep. Then they have one engineer working it and then they're paying them X amount. And it's like, yeah, yeah. You're just, you guys are being greedy. Like it, it was like low balling to the, the 10th degree. It was crazy. It is interesting to me. It's very interesting because I don't, I don't even know if I call it low balling. And the reason why I say that, because like, almost at every company, when you look at like what project are billed for versus like what the people who are doing the work are being paid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's always a pretty big discrepancy, but at the same time, like it, it I mean, that's how you grow a business as well. You know what I mean? Like there's gotta be some sort of profit margin, you know what I mean? Right. And the bigger the profit margin, the, the quicker or easier it is like to, to grow the company in a certain sense. 
Um, it's, I don't know, it's kind of that fine, that fine line, that balance, you know, that, that you kind of have to find now. I don't, I certainly won't claim to be an expert on it because I'm not, I'm not a big business owner as of yet. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Yeah. Manifest that. Say as of yet. Let's get it done. Definitely. Let's get it done. And then, I mean, even with the company, like I was telling you, they were paying like X amount of dollars, which was really low. And the reason why I can say that I know they were low balling is because another girl was working for a certain company, a bigger company, a big manufacturing company that was like, Hey, We'll, we're willing. We love working with you. We're willing to buy you out of your contract so you can work with us instead of with that consulting company. Yeah. Uh-huh. So what she does, she uses that as her leverage. She goes back to them. They automatically raise her salary by twenty thousand just because yeah. of that. Hey, so that just nice. tells you. Nice. Yeah, that just tells you that that yeah. can happen. You gotta sure. you gotta know what you can bargain with because that. Can- yeah. Let me. So let me let me ask you this because I think this is I think this is maybe a little different amongst you know amongst different people. So how do you feel about having a conversation about money like with coworkers? So I, some I know some companies it's like it's against the rules. You're not allowed to have those conversations like with your co- freedom of co-worker. speech. Where does I say that, Drew? You got it in your um. Company. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I, I don't. I haven't read all the details. I'll be honest. You know what I mean? Like. We need to get HR on here. We need to get HR. But I'm curious, like, you know, some people are open to having those kinds of conversations. Some people are like, no, 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 no. But I'm, I'm kind of of the, of the headspace is like, if nobody talks about it, like, how does ever anybody ever know? You know what I mean? Like, it kind of, I kind of don't like that, like, guarded in secrecy, like, sort of thing. It feels uncomfortable. You're uh, so you're comfortable. Are you comfortable with having like, let's say your coworker comes up to you and they're like. They're talking about the raise, a raise that they got. Are you comfortable? Yeah. Like, hey, yeah, I got the raise too. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable with having a conversation. Like, because I mean, to me, at the end of the day, it's about performance. It really ain't about like, and even, even if we're doing the same work and you're getting paid, like, getting paid more, like, uh, am I going to be upset? Probably, but like, I'm probably also going to work harder so that I can get paid more. Like, I, don't, you know, some people would take that as, oh. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to do nothing then because, you know, they doing the same thing and they don't they getting paid more and they might go the other way. But like, nah, I mean, to me, it's, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of a competitive thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just I want to. What? You getting paid? What? How much, man? I need to I need to get up on that level. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, I'm trying to increase my work ethic. And don't let it be a difference in pay because of like skin color or gender. That's when it becomes oh, yeah. a real problem. Oh, yeah. so that's when I mean. I, at some point I want, I definitely want, um, and we'll have, you know, for the listeners, we're going to have, we, we're going to have an HR person that works at a, like one of the engineering companies, manufacturing companies to come on here. Cause there's, a, there's a lot of questions that I will have for HR. Like we really don't, as people working in companies, mm-hmm. we don't deal with HR so much unless, yeah, Hey, we true. have a question about our, Hey, our bonus or, Hey, we're complaining about somebody, but I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I just have random questions about, like, yeah. you know, certain rules and regulations and are people allowed to talk about salary? Is that a rule in the handbook? Yeah, that's, I don't know, man. I, you know, that's a, that's a good, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah. Good we question. can have anybody that is in HR and you want to be on this podcast. Yeah. Reach out to us, but we'll it probably reach me. out to you first. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I think the very last question I want to that I want us to talk about a little bit mm-hmm. has to do with travel. 
So okay. travel when you're when you're traveling, and this doesn't have to be in your first position if you didn't have that. I did because I worked for a consulting company, so right. it was right. It, it, it entailed traveling. So was there any any big shockers when it comes to tra- when it came to traveling that maybe you're like, man, this is dope, or just like, dang, yes. this kind of sucks. The, like, it's so not what this I is the, honestly the big shocker when it comes to travel is that it sucks. Like <laughs> to me, that's the that was the big shocker. Like it sucks. Why? Yes, yes. Like when you have to travel consistently, to me, it's I don't it's I don't like. To me, yeah, like it's yeah, like at first it's exciting, you know what I mean? Like for at first, oh, I'm in a new place, like I get to try new things, and I still like there's still a a, a level of excitement, like of being in new places. But he, I mean, even in that, like for the most part, like a lot of places are very similar, right? And so there's not you know that much different, especially if you're just traveling like to cities in the in the U.S. You know what I mean? Like there's not very much variation there. And then like for me, I just I ultimately got to that place where I just, it wasn't necessarily the cities, but it was, I was tired of sleeping in hotels. I was like, I really just want to sleep in my bed. Like, this is a, this is a great hotel. Uh, this is a very nice hotel, but it's not my room. It's not my bed. Like, I just want to be home in my bed. I'm going to tell you though, I love the, I love Courtyard. Like Courtyard, the Marriott's are my favorite. Yeah. And Courtyard Marriott, the newer ones, that's my favorite hotel chain. Let me, okay. let me go ahead and rack those points up. If it's a new <laughs> one, like put me on a higher floor. They got good breakfast. Like, even though it's not continental, but the company's yeah. paying, so who cares? Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, Traveling. How often were you having to travel? Um, I was traveling. I want to say so. It depend. It depended on the project. So sure. I was on a project with a like a a bigger food company. So I'll just say with with a company called Boar's Head. And so I was traveling to all of their plant locations because I was doing a capacity plan for for that company. Sure. And so I was going to all their locations weekly, like by, okay. like weekly. And yeah. then they gave you like one week in the office. So it was pretty frequently. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And come like one thing that comes with traveling is, I mean, fatigue, like potentially missing your plane. And yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a lot um, <laughs> with that trip. I mean, just with that traveling experience, and we can have a whole podcast about traveling. Yeah, we absolutely lot. could. <laughs> but um, I, one of my um traveling experiences, I got in a car accident. Number one, in the rental car, uh-huh. and then um my laptop broke. It got crushed in the airport. My employers were really mad, and I ended <laughs> up getting fired. That's a sad story, but because your laptop got crushed, I feel like there's got yeah, to be more no, to that story. so. And this is like one of those <laughs> things, but I had, I let somebody drive the rental car uh, that was like a, actually she ended up being a really good friend of mine that worked for the company, which is actually their client. Right. So the uh-huh. company person was like the client that I was working with and I let her drive the rental car and they're like, you're not supposed to let anybody else drive your rental car. And it was just a big to do. And that was yeah. My first job, I got fired. Dang, that is tough. That is tough. This is therapy. I'm like ready to change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right, my so. bad, my bad. We're moving right along. Moving Not right along, perception versus reality. You know what I'm saying? We can we can come back to the to the topic <laughs> at hand. You know what I mean, we could we could definitely do that. Um, so it, I mean, even even in that situation, like um, you know, kind of kind of going through that or, or, or like, I guess, kind of figuring out the space um, when there are either rules that you're not aware of or 
um, you know, things that may be going on that could like affect uh, your position, like at a, at a, at a company, at a company, um, you know, how do you, how do you kind of clear that air? How do you kind of uh, approach that space in a way so that you can figure out the information that you need, like in order to be successful um, versus like assuming like things are one way when they may actually not be. Uh, I will say, and just because I've, I've had a number of difficulties with traveling, not just this situation, but we won't go there. But what I will say is like before even taking the trip, understanding all the rules. So I can be a person that like, I'm not going to read the company handbook. I, like, I don't know who reads it. Drew likes to read. So maybe yeah. he reads the company handbook, but I don't look at that kind of stuff. But it's important to understand the rules so you can know when somebody brings something against you. So you can know if they're like in the rights to fire. I mean, the, yeah. anybody can get rid of you. It's usually employment by will, yeah. but still understand what's in the manual. Like if you can't have a drink when you go out for lunch, understand that, see yeah. what's in there. See so you can abide by the rules and you can stay out of trouble really is what I would say it amounts to. That's big. That's, that's big. Uh, the the drinks on the tab that's always been a been a, mm. a sensitive subject around the office for a, around any office as far as I know. <laughs> yeah, people begin lit on company trips. Like I yeah. I, I know that, but <laughs> I don't know. I would say for me, and we'll just close it out by act, like asking ourselves. I'll ask. I'll answer for myself. Was perception reality? Um, no, perception wasn't reality. It was yeah. just kind of like, man, I really thought that this would be different. And then it was like a dose of reality that made me understand what I wanted next after that that experience at yeah. that first job. What about you? Was perception reality? Yeah, I, I'm I'm agreeing with you. I think no um, perception <laughs> wasn't reality. Um, I think it was I, honestly like I think it was one. I think it was harder than I thought it was going to be. Like uh-huh. I thought, you know, I thought it was going to be like school. Honestly, like and school was hard, but it wasn't like really hard. You know what I mean? Like you did what the teacher asked you to do for the most part like you pass the class you know what I mean and I don't feel like I don't think work is that way because they don't nobody's really asking you to do anything you know what I mean like of course you have assignments and things like that but like I don't know I think it's you know when it comes to accountability and responsibility and stuff like that like you really have to to learn and maybe it was just because I didn't learn those lessons <laughs> as well as I should have in college yeah um, so I was forced to learn them you know when I started working but um, I think once you figure it out, then then you you have the opportunity to kind of take control of your life and your career um, and be able to drive and steer it more to you know what you want to do and, and what you want to create versus what you know the job is trying to dictate for you. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And it's, it, expense reports suck. That'll be my last thing, and I say <laughs> yes, I second that. We'll say that for another episode too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a whole episode about expense reports. <laughs> All right mosing our way into ask engineer ish are you ready Mm -hmm. to answer your question i'm ready capitan all right here we go so uh as you guys know ask engineer ish is the segment where we ask you our our prize listeners to write into us ask us any questions that your little heart desires or your big hearts desire and we're going to have an answer for you. It's going to be me or Drew that is going to be uh, responsible for answering the question. And today yes. it just happens to be Andrew Martin. And answer, not the answer <laughs> and answer. All right. So, hey, Tori and Drew, 
I am going to keep it short and sweet, but would love to know your opinion on this. Maybe you all have been in similar situations. I just took a job and relocated from my hometown of Michigan to California. Yes, certainly a major move. It was for a job that I felt was my dream job. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm in a position, I feel extremely stressed and I'm unhappy. A part of me wants to pack up my bags and move home, but I know that isn't going to get the bills paid. I miss the familiarity of family and friends, and I'm really having a tough time adjusting. Weather is definitely not the problem. I will say this has been an amazing and warm winter, but it is the job situation and homesickness for me. Any thoughts or ideas that could help would be much appreciated. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, this is a, I like this. I like this question um, for, for a couple of different reasons. Um, one, um, so as a child, I moved around a whole lot. Um, so kind okay. of being thrown into a new situation where you're not familiar is something that's very familiar um, to me. So, so I haven't, I haven't. Say what now? You're, per- you're perfect for this question. Yeah, you know, really, really, really. I, so I haven't done it in the sense of moving for a job. Um, but I'll even, I'll even say, um, you know, we were kind of just, just talking about this. Um, so with my company, I had the opportunity to travel to India. And when I was in India, I was, each time I went, it was for three or four weeks. Um, so, you know, being obviously in a very new environment, I'd never been to India before, Uh um, but being there for that amount of time, there was a, definitely a level of homesickness, um, um, to that. So, um, so first, I, you know, I would I would definitely talk about the homesickness first, because I think that's probably the easiest to attack. OK. Um, yeah. And 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 what I would suggest is you have to make where your new place in, in California, you got to make it home like you have to figure out whatever those things are that you like to do. You got to go do them. You might not even have anybody <laughs> to do them with yet. doesn't matter. You have to go do them. One because you're probably going to meet people, you know, either going to do them or while you're doing them. Yeah. True. So you meet people that have similar interests. Right. Um, and then two, like if that task or that thing brings you enjoyment, it's going to help to just lift your spirits just because you're doing things that you genuinely like to do. Right. Um, so, so, so that's, that's the first thing. And, and then the other part, which I think is this may be, you know, kind of depending on the person, um, is, is you have to find people that are, that are, that are similar to you, right? Like it's, it's not, it's never going to be easy to make new friends, right? Like this is always a, a challenge. Doesn't matter how old you are. Like when you go somewhere new, like, no, you don't, you don't know anybody, but Facts, yeah. in order to get to know people, like you, you have to put some effort towards that. Very rarely is it just going to be that everybody wants to get to know you. Like that's the, it might be, you know, I think that might even be a little bit weird if you just went to a new city and everybody was like, hey man, don't you were new in town? You know, tell me a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? You know, that, that might be a little, a little strange. Um, so you got to put a little effort into kind of meeting new people. And that's another reason why I suggest going to do some of the things that you like, because that gives you an opportunity to meet some of these people that you're gonna have common interests with. You know, I, I mean, agree even with that, yeah. it's just music, like go to a store that people buy music from and just see who's hanging out you know, at the store. Right. Um, maybe there's somebody that has a similar interest, you know, in terms of music or something like that, that you can you guys can kind of kick it with. And the whole thing is like to me is like when you meet people, if they're from there, they have other friends that are from there. So it's not just the one person 
but it's getting around these groups of people. So you can actually find out, oh, like this person is cool. He's kind of an asshole. Don't really like him. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't know if you don't if you don't get a chance you to get around. Get out, these yeah. Um, okay. So that's the first thing is try to try to make it home. You got to do things that are going to make it feel more like home. More even homey, yeah. Um, and then the the second thing is is when it comes to work is if if you really thought that this was your dream job going into it, right? Then I think even even the way that you think about that, like if you are going to achieve your dream, it's not going to be easy, right? Like it's not whatever your dream is, you getting there can't is not going to be an easy path. It's there's going to be challenges along the way. So if, exactly. if you really believed that this was your dream job, give it some more effort, you know, give it, give it some time, find something that you do like about the job. There may be a million things that you don't, but find something that you do like about the job and focus on that, right? Try to, try to improve on that, do more of whatever that thing is that you do enjoy about the job and try to use that as a catalyst to find other things that you, that you do like about the job. Because what you'll find is there are going to be things that you don't like at every job that you go to. Yeah. <laughs> not, there's never going to be a job that, that just has everything that you like. Right. And so, you know, whatever, whatever challenges that you may be having at work, um, you know, if, if you really had a strong feeling that this was your dream job going into it, um, I, I'd suggest just to give it a, give it more effort, you know, find something that you like in the job because it's 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 going to be challenging. That's that's just kind of the nature of of going into the workforce and, and, and working for companies in a different kind of environment with people that you don't know. Um, it's going to be hard. And then when you add, you know, moving from one state to another state to it, it only compounds, compounds the, the difficultness um, of that. So yeah, that's, that's kind of my, my opinion on it, Tori. I don't know if you had anything you wanted to kind of add on to that. Um, okay. So I'll keep it short and sweet. So it's going to be two. So Bumble is one word that I'm going to say. Yeah. And the other word the is zone. the other word, the other term I'm going to say is legal marijuana. So not on Bumble. <laughs> so the other term I'll say is legal marijuana. So let me let me let me spread. <laughs> okay. All right. So let all me right. let me um let me put a little bit of context to it. Keep game. So, Keep game. All right. So Bumble, I'm going to plug Bumble because. Bumble is a great app because it has a BFF, well, it has a BFF feature. So, you know, you get to your new job, your new location, mm-hmm. and it does get lonely when you don't know anybody. Yeah. Uh, and you may not want to hang out with your coworkers. That just may not be the best situation for right now. Like it may not be something you want to do right off anyway. So, I mean, get to know people by getting on like, you know, certain apps like that. They have Bumble Biz, Bumble BFF. And just try to, like Drew said, make it home by, you know, having, you know, like friendly situations with other people. That'll make it feel like home. And then I like that. I like that. And then the other thing I say. So when I say uh, legal marijuana, so obviously marijuana is legal in Michigan, depending on what part. I think Detroit for sure. And then California. Mm -hmm. We all know that it's legal in California. So, I mean, it sounds like you may be having a little anxiety. And I mean, I wouldn't know, but I'm just going to say from what I've heard, um, that could help out if you're not opposed to that. Definitely not telling you what to do, but since it's legal, I mean, you can't get in trouble. They're throwing it. it out there. They're, that is an option. <laughs> that is throwing not. it out there. It's just an option. Or even C- like CBD, like you just need to try to relax, enjoy beautiful the beautiful weather in Florida, because what you said was absolutely true about the weather. West Coast. Oh, yeah. Ca- Cali, my bad. 
I don't you got, know. You got the wrong coach, was, but it's still was, sunny. It's still got beautiful weather. <laughs> I don't know. I was talking about sand earlier, and there's sand in Cali and Florida, so my bad. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, beautiful weather. Just kind of take, try to take advantage of it, the situation, and you know, write us and let us know how it if if things get better. Sometimes you just got to give it some time, though. I like that. I, honestly, I, I, the legal marijuana option, I think, is a really good option. And it, and partly because, like, <laughs> oftentimes people people that smoke, like, are, are, like, social in different ways. So even, yeah. like, going to a store and, like, talking to the people at the store, you know what I mean? Like, right. what's good to do around here? Like, where do people hang out? Like, you're going to get some very interesting, like, feedback just about stuff that's going on you know, in that, uh, in that area. So I, I, that's, I think that's actually a really, a really good, uh, a really good suggestion. Even if you're, even if you don't really want to smoke, you know what I mean? Or if you don't yeah. want to indulge, um, those types of people are usually very open and accepting. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's, uh, I think it's a good idea. I think it's a great idea. And then just lastly, uh, wrapping up Ask Engineerish. I don't know. I mean, hopefully you listened to the last episode and you know Eduardo, he's from California. So yeah, maybe man, be, hit him, hit our guy hit, up. Tell him hit, we hit sent you. Boy yeah, that's a connect right there. We're sending you to Eduardo. So how about that? <laughs> yeah, he, he plugged it. He plugged on social media. So he got you. He got you. Yeah, he got you. Hit him up. Loomis Automation. Um. Okay. So that was good. I think we we helped out a little bit there. And, we and do the many- best we can, man. Let us know what happens. I, I want to hear the story. <laughs> right. Who did you meet? Because I, meeting people sometimes can put you into some awkward AF situations, right? Speaking of awkward AF, I mean, you knew exactly where we were going. You're yeah, always... <laughs> transition. <laughs> the transition was on right there. <laughs> yeah. So um, like Drew said... It can get a little awkward and we know life is full of moments that are awkward AF. In this segment, we have a list of awkward scenarios that will be generated by random number selector. Let's hear that number selector sound you make for us. (laughs) We put ourselves in a situation (laughs) and let you know what we would do. Now, if you can relate or have experienced anything similar, write into us. We would love to hear how you handled it. So this week, who's on the hot seat, Mr. Andrew? I think you are on the hot seat. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. Ah, yes. I mean, I love a good 50-50 choice. I mean, you just got to commit to one side and (laughs) stick with it. Let's get awkward. All right, let's let's do it. Are you are you ready? I'm ready. Are you sure? I'm ready. All right, so. You buy somebody a nice birthday gift for their birthday. Somebody's birthday comes around. You're like, you know what? It would be really thoughtful of me to get this person a gift. And so you go out of your way. You know, you do some shopping. You're looking around. You found something nice. You're like, this would be perfect for that person. So you buy the gift. You give them the gift. They love the gift. Gift is amazing, right? Winning. Okay. Comes around your birthday. You're like, oh, snap, it's about to be my birthday. It's a celebration, right? You're really excited. (laughs) This person doesn't tell you happy birthday, doesn't give you a gift. It's now the day after. (laughs) What do you what do you do? Miss Martin, what do you do? Okay, so I'm I'm going to have to like give you I'm going to have to give you something to ask you a question just to make sure. I'm Okay, please, please. So. What is the relationship like with this person? Because 
if we fell out, like maybe that's why they didn't get me a gift. Are we saying we're still on good terms? And they yeah, just- there was no there was no fallout in between the gift of the, the, the time of their birthday when you got them a gift and uh-huh. the time of your birthday where you got no gift. There was no no fallout in between. But you guys are you guys are good friends. You guys are good friends. Not not best friends. Okay. But good friends. Not as good as me and you, but we're we're friends. Yeah, definitely not on not on our <laughs> level. Definitely not. I so I will say like if it's just like a, a a like a friend that I talk, I got them something. They didn't give me anything. We talked to on like a semi consistent basis. Uh huh. Um, I wouldn't. I'm a type that's not going. I'm not going to say anything. Like I will not reach out to them. And be like oh, so you're not going to tell me happy birthday. <laughs> but what I am going to do is okay. the petty part of me. And I have taught to, I'm a work in progress. Lord, please, right. please work on me. But the petty part of me, I'm going to remember that. Cause when people don't tell me happy birthday, it's like, I have like a mental log. Yeah. Of all 34 years of my life. Of <laughs> Everybody <laughs> who did or didn't tell you happy birthday. Yeah, it's like a exactly. checklist. Yeah, I literally. So um, I'm going to remember that for next year. And when their birthday comes around, we're going to we're going to keep the same energy. So yes, that, they will not be hearing from that. And then so let's, I guess, make it a little bit more interesting. Let's say they reach out to me the next day like, hey, what's up? Because this, this has happened to me. Yeah, so me okay. and someone had both had birthdays in September. Okay. They know that our, they know my birthday. They couldn't forget. Theirs was uh-huh. the 12th, mine's the 2nd of September, Virgos. So he ends that up out. reaching out to me like, hey, what's up? How's it going? Uh-huh. I, so I replied like, <laughs> very, so first I stare at my phone. I'm like, do I ignore it? Like, yeah. what do I do? But I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to reply back. And then I just like, I, I asked a question like. How did you, how did you reply? I put like a question mark. Then I'm like, did you like you just forgot about my birthday? And uh-huh. then I don't remember what he said because I deleted the text thread. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he got deleted after that. Like he got dropped. Yeah. So if he sends me you, I, you iPhoneers know about this. If he sends me a text message, it's going to say maybe. And then that name because I've deleted <laughs> his number. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, that so is that, intense. That, yeah. Don't forget, don't forget your birthday. Yeah, guys. My birthday is September the 2nd. So you know that you know you can reach out to us by email. You can reach out to us by Twitter. We got Twitter. Instagram now. You got we got LinkedIn. Like you got several we ways. We over here. We over here. Now look, if y'all look, I'm telling you, if y'all get me in trouble and forget her birthday, <laughs> I'm coming to find y'all. Okay. I'm just letting you know. Like I'm I'm gonna at y'all specifically. Every male that I see that's that's yeah. following us, you're gonna hear from me because I know I'm gonna I'm gonna get the blunt of this. Help me, guys. Around. Please help me. I do not play around when it comes to birthdays because birthdays come once a year. They and do. if it's somebody like I don't expect everybody to remember my birthday because I don't remember everybody's birthday. But if you if it's somebody that you consistently talk to and then uh-huh. like the week before they're like, yeah, so like next next week's my birthday. I mean, how do you just forget about that thing? Life <laughs> happens. So if Life something happened to the person then that's a different story. So I okay. know you just got to hope they didn't If their COVID. life isn't in jeopardy, though. If, yeah. If, if, if their life isn't COVID, in jeopardy, there's no excuse. No excuses. No COVID and no excuses. You need to tell me happy birthday. <laughs> I got but you. I, I, I'm going to check my phone right after this to make sure that I have it saved. 
because I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want to catch the wrath. I don't want to catch the wrath of Tori. Like, I don't, don't want to catch these hands. So you better make sure, Drew, that you have, <laughs> have me on that calendar. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So that was pretty awkward because it made me think of situations where I've ignored. Somebody had to get and, cut. You had to give yeah, somebody a band aid. Ooh. <laughs> had to get, some people had to get cut off. Um, all right. Um, awkward AF is Benito over. So Done. next we have our segment of engineering education. I always look forward to this, especially when it's not me educating uh, you guys, even though I like to do it. Uh, Drew always has like insightful information. So I'm looking forward to knowing what he's going to tell us. He reads a lot. So it's always in- interesting to hear what he has to tell us. So educate us this week, Drew, for this week's engineering education. All right. For this this week's uh, engineering education, I, w- I want to talk about um, a book I've been reading, right? <laughs> um, so, so we're going to, I want to shift this a, a little bit, um, kind of the, the, the topic of our, of our engineering education, because um, I think this is, this is important. So, so the book um, is actually the kind of a, a autobiographical story. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the Disney movie, The Rookie before, um, but it's mm, basically about this guy uh, that ends up, you know, being able to having opportunity to go to the major leagues when he's 35 years old, um, ends up making it and kind of, kind of lives his, lives his dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the background in his life, he was actually going through a whole lot um, that time. Um, and there's 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 two particular chapters in the book that really really stood out out to me and and one of them was about dream killers and he talked about how you know every person that's going after their dream in their life has these people that for whatever reason don't want you to be successful mm-hmm. and he said you know uh for a lot of it you know may have to do with you know they've tried to be successful and and they've failed and so they want to put their failures um onto you or, you know, they may be on the other side of the spectrum where they had some dreams and they were afraid to go after them. And so now they don't want to see anybody else achieve their dreams because, again, they weren't able to do it. Um, but regardless of the reason, there, there's these people that always, you know, want to want to try to hold you back and put you down. Yeah, um, and he just talked about how um, how important it was or how necessary it was to be able to take on those kinds of people. Right. Because they're they're going to come on your journey to achieving your dream. Um, And then the the second kind of people that you'll also run into are are dream makers. Um, And those are the people that really give you that encouragement, that give you that feedback, that really, you know, sometimes give you that belief in yourself that sometimes you you struggle with even creating on your own. Um, Mm, I like that. And and you know what it what it really what it really reminded me of and and when it comes to you know education what I what I took away from the story um, is the importance of belief in self. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's this idea that that you know the the things that we learn are are important because they're going to help us do the things that we want to do, right? But all of that starts with the belief that you're able to learn those things or the belief that you're able to do these things. When you don't believe, then it's very difficult to even put in the effort to try to to do some of these things that you may not have have even done before. Yeah, I agree Um, with that. That's true. So overall, I think that, you know, especially when we talk about success and and things that we want to create in life, um, I think it starts and ends with belief. 
because belief is what's going to, to launch you down that track. But also, if you let your doubts overshadow your belief and you lose it, then now your disbelief will also pull you away from that same dream. So, mm. so this, this session of, of education, um, I, I, I was just really kind of thinking about uh, this book and this idea of belief uh, because we go down this path of education and we, and we want to learn all these things. Mm-hmm. I think that we have to make sure that we keep that belief not only in ourselves, but also in our dreams and the things that we want to create, that eventually we will get there, that, that the work that we're doing is going to take us in that direction. Uh, because I think without belief, then, then we don't have anything else. Yeah, I like that. That that was so much of almost like inspiration too. I feel like we can just stop this episode. We got a little early. We might have came a little early today. You know, we might have came a little early today. That was like the that's like the the pastor preaches and you get the word and you're like, man, we can just go home off that. You gotta pass the collection plate after that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, cash app us. (laughs) But yeah, so I love I love that engineering education and just the on like it's kind of like two separate sides of a coin one side mm-hmm. you have the dream killers the other side you have uh the dream makers right yep, dream, dream makers. makers yep yeah dream makers so with that being said i think i need to ask you am i a dream killer for you or i'm a dream maker just you are, make- you are absolutely a, you're absolutely a dream maker absolutely a dream I'm glad maker. to hear I can, that i can tell you tori like when when we met like how our relationship has kind of grown um mm-hmm. since then I feel like I'm closer to my dreams and, and you being a part of that process, I think is, is very intricate to like the person that I want to be like the things that I want to create in my future. So I think you're, you have absolutely been a dream maker for me. Um, because not only do I have belief in you, I also know that you have belief in me, which, which is very empowering that, you know, a person of your caliber that has been through the things that you have been through, um, would place your belief, you know, in me. So uh, absolutely a dream maker. Yes. I was hoping you would say that if I was a dream killer, I was going to be like, man, Drew, I'm hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's amazing how life is like a puzzle. Like every little piece is put together at the right time. And just how we yeah. talked about uh, with our Ask Engineerish, we talked a little bit about uh, Bumblebee as Drew and I met on Bumblebee. So we did. Just, Telling you never know. Like, I mean, when it comes to networking, I mean, that's essentially what it is. Like, you just never know where you're going to be with a certain person, like later on in life. And you see how, you know, me and Drew, we get on real well. Like, we're really um, good friends. It's not just about the podcast, but True like that. we have a mission that we're we're both passionate about. Shout out to the homie, man. Yep. <laughs> Shout out, Bumble. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, I feel like I, I feel like. Even though, you know, I usually get sad when it's time to go for the inspo, but you gave like some powerful, you gave a powerful word right there. So I'm just. I see what I was going for is I wanted to set it up. You know, I I used to play basketball. And so we used to love throwing it off the backboard so that the person (laughs) behind us could catch it off the backboard and then dunk that thing. That's how we, that's how we used to do it. So that's in my mind. I said, you know what? I'm going to throw it up off the backboard because Tori's going to come behind me with the the inspo. And she's going to dunk that thing. You know what I'm saying? That's an so assist, I mean, right? That's I mean, an yeah, assist. you count that. Credit. Count right. that. I'm in the books. I'm, I'm going to do books. an alley-oop, though. How about that? I'm going to do an alley-oop. All right, cool, cool. <laughs>
All right, so uh, today's inspo, um, you know, just segueing off of what Drew said, engineering education slash inspo. Yeah. Um, so the inspo for today is small steps every day will add up. And so that's a quote that I saw on Instagram and it really spoke to me just because I've started back working out. And so what I've been hey, doing I see you. And instead of you see you see the muscles, do you Ooh. see them? You. Hey, get fit. <laughs> get right, girl. Okay. Okay. So I've been taking workouts in smaller chunks. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna like I will hate working out if I like force myself to do one hour. Like if I just yeah. start working out again. So yeah. I'm like, you know what? I do this um, Mad Fit, and I'm gonna recommend that to, to everybody out there. But Mad Fit is an amazing uh, YouTube uh, YouTuber that does like a, she has a fitness channel. A lot of people have a fitness channel. Okay, but her, shout out Mad Fit. What's up now? Yeah, I love Mad Fit because it's a little bit of everything. Like she has dancing. Like if you like to dance, she has that. She has yoga. She has upper body, lower body, okay. and it's so creative the way. And she has the smallest amount of workouts from like two minutes all the way up to like an hour and it's okay. just perfect like you know yeah. you can you so with that being said just you know it, i may do a 10 minute workout one day but you know if i do that the next day if i do another 10 minute uh-huh. those things will add up so just you know not only with working out but just think about you may be taking little steps but little steps will they'll add up so just yeah. keep keep moving in the right direction the worst thing you can do is not take any steps at all so just whatever it is that you're working on keep Mm. moving maybe small but it's gonna add up i love it i love inspire us tori little little (laughs) steps what what do they always say it's not the it's not the mountains that kill us but it's the pebbles like walking up or something like that it's something something about how the small things are usually that the things that trip us up and not the big not the big items I never take- heard that, but I, th- I thought you were going to say it's because you know how you are. I thought you was going to say it's not about the size of the boat, but the motion of the ocean. But hey, okay. I wasn't going to take it there. I wasn't going to take it. I was thinking it, but I said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. But yeah, you already Harry, took it there. So I'm sorry. You know, you you rub off on me. I, that's like, that's going back to our episode, The Size Matter. We've already, we already. Hey, bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Love, love. We'll catch you on the other side. Peace. Bye. <laughs>